someone got in trouble for talking too much in school. Find out who today. Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Welcome back to God's Word Gives Hope. I'm Amy. And I'm Janae. Well, we are taking two weeks to celebrate the birth anniversary of God's Word Gives Hope. Our podcast began in October of 2022, and we have been helping listeners connect to God's Word now for a whole year, Janae. I know, it's so exciting. And we are celebrating in two ways. One is we are in the middle of a $100 Amazon giveaway, and all you need to do to win is write a review on the platform you listen to. All the reviews will be placed into a drawing, and we're going to be drawing on October 27th, which that's drawing very near. Um, is it, of, it's drawing, drawing yeah, very it's drawing, near? <laughs> lots of drawing going on. Um, you know, those stars are really great, but the written reviews are the ones that will get you into the drawing. And the reason why is because when you review us, it helps boost God's Word Gives Hope to the top so more people can be encouraged. And we just want to bring more people along this next year. I love that. The second way that we are celebrating is we're going a little off our normal path and um, we are taking some time to interview each other. So last week, Janae interviewed me and this week I will be interviewing her. You'll still get your dose of God's word, but you also get to know one of your hosts just a little bit better. And be sure to stick around to the end because we'll have a new series beginning next week and we can't wait to tell you what it's all about. So let's get started. So Janae, first question, tell us a little bit more about where you're from, your family, and how you met your husband, Tony. All right. Well, I was born in Michigan, but I was raised in Arkansas. I attended seminary in Kentucky, where I met my husband, Tony, of 31 years. Thank Congratulations. You and our first place of service and ministry took us to Florida, where we lived and served at two different churches, one in St. Petersburg, Florida, and the other one was in Sarasota, where we were before we came here almost... Um, five years, going on six now here mm-hmm. in Cartersville, Georgia. We have two amazing children. Our oldest is a graduate of USF, and she still lives in Sarasota. She is a travel agent with Share the Magic Travel. Makes me want to, every time I see her post on Facebook, I'm like, oh, I want to go to Disney. <laughs> yeah, um, so she's loving that. That's just right up her alley. Um, our son is a junior at Berry College in Rome, Georgia, and fun fact, Barry is the world's largest campus, boasting 27,000 beautiful acres. So how would you describe yourself as a child? Okay, so that's so funny because last week I asked you about that question, but a teenager, so now you're asking me <laughs> about a child. Well, you know, I had a, my own birthday this month, mm-hmm. and my childhood was a very long time ago. <laughs> But my dad recently had me going through a ton of old pictures, so it's kind of interesting that you um, asked me this question, and I ran across several of when I was young, like five or Mm -hmm. younger, and, you know, as I looked into the eyes of that little girl, before the enemy and the world had had time to feed her lies, Mm -hmm. I just saw pure joy and freedom and not a care in the world. 
And I remember having a very big imagination. Mm-hmm. I sort of still do today. And I talked too much in first grade um, before there were laws that we have in place now. I got in trouble for talking too much and had to wear tape on my mouth for half of a day. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's funny. I got in trouble for talking too much in school too. Specifically in first grade, my teacher had hand signals. So I guess two girls that talk too much. Doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. We're getting our words out here, guys. So thanks for joining us on this. Um, Wow. Tape on your mouth. Yes. That's crazy. Um, Okay. So a more positive topic. Uh, Share with us how you met the Lord. All right. Well, I was raised in a Christian home and I committed my life to follow Christ very young. Um, I was seven years old. It was a beautiful memory. I remember asking my parents one night, um, how to become a Christian. And, I, and I, I was very interested in that. We sat down on the couch and we talked about it. And I was ready to commit my life to Christ. That's what I wanted to do. And so I got down on my knees and my mom was on one side and my dad was on the other. And I prayed to commit to follow Jesus the rest of my life. And another piece of that that I'll never forget is that night. So we lived in a very small house, had two older sisters, Mm -hmm. and we had to share a bedroom. And my oldest sister, Beverly, told me, she said, now that you are a Christian, you need to read your Bible every day. (laughs) And so I love the childlike faith that I had then because I started the very next day because that's what she said Christians do. And I was a Christian, so that's what I needed to start doing. And that habit was born um, early on and is definitely one of the biggest habits that have ever shaped my life. Oh, I love that. God was preparing you for even what you're doing now when you were tiny. That is beautiful. Good job, Beverly. (laughs) Um, So... You have a pretty impressive degree. So tell us about that and how God has used it to minister to others over the years. Well, um, I don't know that I would say impressive. I would say more like painful. Oh, my. Seminary was difficult for me because right out of the gate, I didn't pass the English entrance exam. And I had to take an English class that first semester, and I was super embarrassed about that. Mm. And I don't, I don't remember anybody ever saying anything or making fun of me, but I felt a lot of shame around that. And with that, it just opened the door for the enemy to place a lie that said I was not good at English, and that translated into I couldn't write well. And so... Um, well, in master's degrees, and especially a master's of divinity... You're spending a lot of time writing. Yes. Like it's all about the papers, your test, our essays and short answers. So that was hard. It was mm-hmm. just hard. I remember it, that part of it being very difficult. Um, it's difficult to measure how God used my education to shape me, like just to really articulate that. But the skills in seminary and in the ministry placements during that time both helped equip me to minister to others and Mm. shape um, my view and my theology in a way of loving and caring for others and then help strengthen my teaching skills and then just my overall growing love for God's word. I love that. So, okay, you shared the enemy and planted a lie that you were not a writer and yet 
writing is a huge part of what you're doing every week. Isn't that you crazy. You write a blog. You've been a part of other writing projects. Um, and I know you're working on a couple of books. So tell us about that journey of writing and how you've overcome that life. Yeah. Well, I'm not for sure I've completely silenced that voice in my life. Well, be gone in Jesus' name. Janae yes. is a writer. Yes. It attacks me often and I, I have to fight the discouragement and reject that negative message. And I often say out loud, because I'm not really for sure whether I'm speaking to the enemy or my own belief that I've you know, established that I have to reject. But I will say something like, um, it's not about whether my writing is good or not. It's about my obedience. And I will write if that's what God wants me to do. And I believe that is what he wants me to do. So God help me, and then I just say in Jesus' name, enemy be silenced. Mm. So, um, so a little bit about the writing. I wrote a Bible study in 2013 called Image Wears to Image Bearers, and I'm in the arduous process of turning that into a book so more people can benefit from that identity message. Uh, it's a study that took a biblical look at who God says we are as women mm -hmm. and how that impacts our identity over what the world tries um, to insist that we be. But I've pushed pause on that project to finish, hopefully this spring, the first God's Word Gives Hope devotional book, Prayers Appreciated <laughs> Listeners. I see God's Word Gives Hope having two types of devotionals. Uh, the first one would be a regular style devotional, much like the blog. So eventually we'll like maybe put them, compile them all together and mm -hmm. put them in a devotional book. But the one that I'm working on right now um, is what I believe will be a part of a worship series. It's um, using God's Word to lead us into worship during our personal alone times with Him without, you know, music and some of the typical ways we think of worship. It's very interactive, journaling, creative, prayers, all those things kind of interwoven together to help lead uh, the individual into personal times of worship using God's Word. Oh, I love that. That sounds excellent. So, so let's talk a little bit about God's Word Gives Hope because the podcast was birthed out of your blog. So how did your blog get started and actually grow into this podcast? Well, that's a great question for us to be talking about, our history and celebration of our God's Word Gives Hope birth anniversary. Um, I started dabbling with blogging, wow, it was as far back as 2010. And in those days, it was just whatever message, you know, God laid on my heart. And it was random and a little bit probably all over the page. Um, <laughs> But in 2018, when we moved to Cartersville, I began to pray and ask God to help me find um, what was his niche for us or for me in writing uh, the blog at the time, because I felt and sensed him calling me to something more specific. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was going to be around um, Bible-focused, mm -hmm. um, possibly using my own personal experiences of how God's Word had helped me out of my own devotional life. And so while visiting my parents that summer, which ironically, and I say ironically because my dad mm. um, had a huge impact on my love for God's word. He is like a walking concordance. And I, I recognized that. that very early on. And I'm like, I, I want to be like that. I may not be able to quote scripture word for word, but I have a, you know, to grow in that ability to kind of know the truths of God and familiarity with where they would be found mm -hmm. in, 
in the Bible. So anyway, um, I was there, and uh, one morning while I was during my quiet time, God led me to Romans chapter 15, verse 4, which is our um, theme verse for God's Word Gives Hope, and it is, such things were written in the Scriptures long ago to teach us, and the Scriptures gives us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for the God's promises to be fulfilled. And immediately, I remember reading that verse, and the Spirit spoke into my, my spirit the words, God's Word gives hope. And I heard that in my spirit, and I didn't know at the time that that was like going to be the name of the blog or anything. I just knew that's it. God's Word does bring hope, and, and, and uh, people need to know that. Mm-hmm. And they need to know that God's Word um, is user-friendly. It, you know, I think a lot of people look at it as sort of a daunting project. It's big, and how do I, you know, maneuver it? And it's ancient. How does it relevant, you know, relevant to our own lives? Um, so roll forward to last summer when you were doing the podcast for your group leaders, mm-hmm. and you invited me on as a guest to discuss the uh, chapter in the book. And we immediately, like, there was just like a good vibe that happened between us. And we recognized that and we kind of like bit us, you know, like we're Mm. like, hmm. This might be something. This might be. And so we began uh, praying and thinking about it. And then we invited some other people to pray along with us because we were considering and we really did feel like God was just leading us. And as we kind of worked through what that podcast would look like, we kind of landed on why not uh, expounding on the verse that the blog talked about, and um, the blog would go deeper, and then we would take it in a direction that um, the blog couldn't cover. You know, mm-hmm. you and I would would talk about that, and that's that's what's happened, and here we are a year later. I love that, because I, I do. I just, I was looking up some pictures, oh, for your birthday, and so I searched my phone, like pictures of Janae, uh-huh. and um, I pulled up, and I was like, when did we take pictures in this other room doing a podcast? And I was like, oh, it's before we were even doing our podcast. Right. So we I haven't think even thought about it. Yet. We hadn't even thought about a podcast. It was just, it was still a, a glimmer in God's eye. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what's, what are some verses that are speaking to you right now? Um, well, to give some context to this first verse, um, listeners, this summer, Amy and I got together for several hours over a couple of days to pray through this year and to seek God on what he wanted. Um, you know, the series and the different things. So we listened to an interview with Annie Downs about podcasting, and she gave this advice. Don't drink your own Kool-Aid. You will drink it at some point because we are human. (laughs) And I remember her saying that, but as soon as you catch yourself, spit it out. You know, she said. She's fun. Yes, that stung and it scared me. Um, so since then I have been praying off and on, you know, God help me help us mm-hmm. not to drink our own Kool-Aid. I don't even know what that means or what that looks like, but I don't want, I don't want it in my Whatever mouth. it is, we don't want Kool-Aid. <laughs> we don't, don't serve us we Kool-Aid. We don't want it. So, um, I am reading currently through the book of Isaiah right now. And this verse jumped out at me. Um, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 12, Lord, you will grant us peace. All we have accomplished is really from you. So I have tried over the past few weeks to establish a new habit um, in the evening to when I, I usually do this, I have the habit of thanking God for the things of the day. But now I tack on that verse as a prayer 
And I pray, and all I have accomplished, God, is really from you. And not my effort, not my talent, not anything good. It's all from you. That It's not from me. It was through you and because of you through me. Mm. So um, another one uh, is, and I know we covered this verse in um, episode 37, and I go a little bit deeper with it on the blog or in the blog that week if you want to go back and check it out. But the reason why I bring it up is because when God's really working a verse out on me mm-hmm. uh, or through me or in me or whatever you want to say, um, I put it on my home screen on my phone. So I'm mm-hmm. seeing it all the time and it's a reminder. And so right now, this is the verse that is on my home screen. It's Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Don't be afraid or I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Mm. So the backstory on this verse is, and not to keep throwing out the launching a new business thing over and Listen, over. it's a big deal. Well, I mean, so it's a big part of who you are, and we support you. Well, we're all in, in this with you. Thank you. And it's just my season. You know, it's my season of life right now. So... And there's a lot of scary pieces of starting from ground zero. And I was in one of those freakout moments, right? And I had been, it was like a little freakout season, like a few <laughs> weeks or whatever. And um, I had felt over time, God kept saying in my spirit, I am with you. And I know that should be enough, but here I was with him again, freaking out. So finally, he's like, okay, well, let me just spell it out for you. This is what it looks like. And he gave me Isaiah 41.10. And so I'd like to kind of reread it to you, but in my version. Okay. Um, and I invite you, listener, to personalize it for yourself if it applies to you and where you are. But, um, Janae, don't be afraid. Quit freaking out <laughs> because the I am is with you. Don't be discouraged but be filled with courage because I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. When you feel unstable, I will hold you up with not just one of my hands, but I will hold you up with my hand that brings victory. Goodness. Well, I know I speak for all of us. Hurry up and finish that devotional because (laughs) I would like to sit with the way that you see and hear and listen to the Lord. It's inspiring. Mm, And so um, thank you for sharing that with us. And I'm sure that that has spoken loudly to some of our listeners too, and just the place that they are in. Um, Well, as we did last week, we're going to wrap up with a few lightning round questions, just some fun and silly things to get to know each other a little bit. And I don't know what they are. She didn't know what hers were last week. That's right. We're no cheating. Um, So where's your favorite place to get ice cream and what do you get? Oddly enough, I'm not a big ice cream person. (gasps) Well, then what's your favorite treat? I sing. So like, (laughs) like... like, give me a chocolate chip cookie with a piled high um, So an insomnia cookie spot. That's your... Okay, I'm not supposed to be answering your questions. Um, <laughs> but you can. I can. So what is your go-to coffee order? Okay, so I don't drink coffee. <laughs> okay, 
I am O for two, guys. Okay, but now let's wait. Just back you up. eat butter. Tell us about eating butter. <laughs> Tell us that weird we habit. We're not going there. We are not going there. Let's back up. So I meet a lot of people um, at Noble and a Maine. local yes mm-hmm. coffee shop, and my favorite drink there that I have learned to get is a hug and a mug, mm-hmm. which is caramel, and it has I get it with oat milk. And then it normally has four, I don't know how people do it, four shots of coffee. I had two of those today. Oh my goodness. That is <laughs> unbelievable. So this is what I do. And they all kind of look at me like, oh, okay. You know, I guess people just come in and ask or whatever. I say, not four shots. I want half of a single shot and it needs to be decaf. I just want a little hint of a flavor of coffee because I'm more about the caramel. That is so strange. <laughs> but... I'm all with you with the caramel. Well, you with ask. the caramel. <laughs> you ask. Okay, where's your favorite place to go on vacation? Uh, well, this is funny. So when we lived in Florida, we used to vacation in North Carolina or North Georgia. <laughs> so now that I live in North Georgia, I, I want to go to Florida. <laughs> I, love I need to go back to the beach. <laughs> That's, I, I, I see you and understand that. Um, so speaking of vacations and the beach, what is your favorite way to relax? My favorite way to relax. I, well, Sabbath on Saturdays is definitely uh, a rest thing. But if I were to pick an activity, it it just would be anything outside. It could be mm. hiking. It could be gardening. Um, just putzing around out in the yard, just looking. You know, we live out in the middle of a forest. And so uh, anything at the outdoors speaks to me. I love that. So if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, and oh. calories don't count. What would it be? I, you know, that scares me because I feel like if I kept eating it, then I would get sick of it, right? So, but um, I would say poppy seed chicken. You're so healthy. Poppy seed chicken is not that <laughs> super healthy, but it's like one of those comfort foods for us. Okay, you know? okay. You know, make it with a little steamed broccoli, mix it all in there, mush it all in there together. Again, broccoli would never have entered into my <laughs> one thing for the rest of my life. Um, book or movie, which one do you prefer to, which is your go-to when you're like, there's, let's say that there's this new show out, but there's a book for it. So do you have to read the book before you watch the movie? No, I'm not. a. I, I only, I'm there again. This is so we're getting to know each other better, Amy. I don't read for pleasure. I read for learning. I read for, for punishment. I, I, well, no. What's the opposite of reading for pleasure then? Um, so I would just go for the movie. I have no problem with that. Let's just go right for the movie. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? I do. Um, I would say the favorite, well, I have a couple, like The Sound of Music. I love that. And that's probably like a holiday thing. But when I need to pick me up, it's uh, Secretariat. Interesting. Yes, man. That thing, like when you're like down and out, it's a... Uh, Pick it up and go. Okay. I've learned a lot about you. So one final question, because we've talked about this a little bit, but what are you most excited about right now with coaching? Uh, Well, so many things, because the second year has been lots of fun um, launching and doing different things. I did my first webinar Mm -hmm. uh, about a a couple months ago, and I have another one on the books. So I would say that's what I'm, everything, I'm getting super excited about that. And this one is called Get Your Life Back, When and How to Draw the Lines. It's going to be about boundaries. Uh Uh-oh. 
So all the information, if you're interested, is on my website, JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Um, and it's all written for Amy, but I'm sure you'll get... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I you got You got to stop. Did that come out of my... Stop uh, throwing uh, my life out there, Janae, for your... mouth there. But not everybody needs a webinar for you to tell me that I need to have better boundaries sometimes. Uh, no. Well, this has been fun. Thank you for yes, answering. I learned all the things that you don't like that I love. So I'm still... I, at least we're still friends. So... Um, I really, I just want to back up. I think I said, did I say that in my outside mouth? I don't have an inside <laughs> mouth. That would be my outside voice. I, 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 you know, whatever. I mean, they don't know this, but it's almost eight o'clock at night right now. We're just, <laughs> we've kind of hit the crazy. Yes. Um, just a reminder that when you write reviews, you get entered into the drawing for a hundred dollars for Amazon gift cards, celebrating our one year birth anniversary. And we're excited to share that we have our new series starting next week. And it is about four different characteristics of God. It'll be a four-week series. And these characteristics, they are going to speak to your life. They're going to be valuable to know and dig into. So you definitely do not want to miss out on that. So now Janae read a little bit from Isaiah 26. And here's just a few verses from that chapter that we want to read over you to end. You will keep in perfect peace. All who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Lord, you will grant us peace. All we have accomplished is really from you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To go deeper with the blog, visit godswordgiveshope.com. For more information on coaching with Janae, visit janaeshatleycamp.com. And to partner with us to help make God's Word Gives Hope possible, visit our website and click the Give button.